0: Welcome back to the Fueled and Well podcast. Today, we are gonna cover the five daily habits you need to be doing for HA recovery. And this episode is going to be short and sweet so that you can spend more time implementing instead of just consuming. Let's get started. Habit number one. Fuel your body every three to four hours, no matter what. Now, notice I said fuel your body because I know at the beginning of recovery, it can be really hard, or just like even at different parts in recovery, it can be really hard to feel like you can eat and have the appetite to actually eat something solid every three to four hours, whether that's just because your hunger isn't there whether it's because you're nervous, you're bloated, whatever it is. So fueling your body in some kind of way is key. It doesn't always have to be a big balanced plate of food. So that can look like drinks with calories, even if between your meals, that three to four hours comes up and you're like, man, I'm really not that hungry yet. Like, I don't know how I'm gonna stomach more food. You can always go for things like smoothies and drinkable yogurts and sports drinks, and things like that in the meantime. But every three to four hours, regardless of hunger and fullness cues, I want for you to be making sure you're eating. And the reason behind that, or reasons, I should say, are it's really hard to meet your total calorie needs if you're only eating a few times a day. In addition to it just being a numbers game with being able to get in enough energy, eating frequently at regular intervals can positively impact things like your hormones, your metabolism, and also the hunger and fullness cues system that we have, which if you have been under eating for a really long time is often thrown off and it might show up like, I'm not hungry till 12 or when I finally get hungry, I'm like so ravenous that I feel like I'm binging. Sometimes too, once you start eating a bit more appropriately in recovery, you'll have bouts of like really extreme hunger So the more we can regulate how you're eating, when you're eating, the easier your body can predict how it needs to send out those hunger and fullness cues and then things start to even out and feel a lot easier. So every three to four hours, regardless of hunger level, regardless of energy level, or if you have a convenient way to get food or not, I want you to be prioritizing some kind of fuel. Habit number two, resist the urge to cut Back on food when fill in the blank. You don't exercise that day. You feel like you ate too much yesterday. You're having a bad body image day when you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. When you're less hungry than normal. The thing about recovery is if you restrict, if you decide, okay, I'm just not going to have carbs with these meals today, or I'm not going to have any snacks, I'm just going to have meals today because of something you're not feeling great about, right, or because you feel like maybe you don't eat that much food today, it's really likely that you're getting in your own way of recovery because you are nickel and diming your body when it comes to calorie intake. And in reality, what you have to do during HA recovery is basically dig yourself out of a hole that you have dug that's gotten pretty deep, right? It's like a pretty big calorie deficit over time. So, the more frequently you allow something that you feel guilty about or something that you think I shouldn't eat as much today, the more you allow those thoughts to cause these like subtle moments of restriction, the longer it's going to take you to dig out of that hole. So, as best you can, sticking to a frequency and a portion size and a nutrient and energy density that you know is best for your body, even on the days where you think, Maybe I don't really need this. That's going to be so much more productive than waffling back and forth between eating for recovery and then restricting. Habit number three, and this one is huge. Eat something with or ideally before your first coffee of the day. And here's why. There's a ton of different ways that caffeine might stand in your way. One being Caffeine can suppress your appetite. I cannot tell you how many clients I have worked with who say, I'm not hungry till noon or one or whatever it is, right? Hours into their day. Maybe they've even already worked out. They've had like a whole half day of work at that point, but they insist, I'm not hungry. And then when we talk through, well, what do you do in the morning? Do you drink anything? Do you, you know, whatever. They might tell me they have two big coffees, right? Oh, I buy like a, you know, a venti iced coffee on my way into the office, and then I have another cup when I get there. Oh my goodness, right? So caffeine is going to suppress your appetite. There's also some research, and depending on, you know, your hormone health, your age, how active you are, how much this one matters varies. So don't freak out about this one necessarily. But our cortisol levels do tend to be highest in the morning, And caffeine has some correlation to increased cortisol levels. So there is a connection there. How much that one's going to impact your cortisol is really unique to you, and we don't know enough about it yet. But if you have HA, it is likely, right, that you have some levels of elevated physiological stress that might show up in terms of higher cortisol. And then if first thing in the morning when cortisol is the highest, you're also adding caffeine. You can see how that just becomes a bit of a vicious cycle. There's a lot of other reasons to try to mitigate your caffeine intake during HA recovery too. It is absolutely not something that you have to cut out. However, being mindful of it and being really smart about it in the morning so that it is not replacing breakfast, making you believe that you're not hungry or negatively impacting your cortisol levels is a really, really great step to take. Again. I love coffee as much as you do. I'm not going to say you can't have that, but just being mindful of how and how much and when you're using it. Habit number 4, a really simple one, but really effective, including carbs, fats, and proteins at every meal. That might not be something that you're used to, right? You might be doing the, you know, protein and veggies only at dinner or having cauliflower rice instead of regular rice and now you're just used to it and you think you like that taste better. Like I've been there. I've done it. I would highly encourage you to push back on that restrictive voice that is saying things like, but I don't need that many carbs or healthy fats only or lean proteins only. Variety and getting all three of these macronutrients at every meal is going to serve you in so many different ways. One, it's going to support those hunger and fullness cues returning in a way that's appropriate that maybe you don't have right now. Two, It's much easier to meet your calorie needs when you are including carbs at your meals as well as fats and proteins. It's easier to kind of fill up on not enough calories if your meal is too protein heavy. I mean, there's just so many reasons and I said this episode was gonna be short. So maybe we do a whole other episode on just balanced meals for period recovery. Also check out the link in the show notes. I have 15 meal and snack ideas for recovery, a free guide for you if you feel like you're needing some additional ideas. But basically, don't skimp on the carbs. Don't use carb substitutes or fat-free dressings or whatever the heck else you've been using for years because that's part of what's gotten you to where you are with your health. So carbs, fats, proteins at every meal resist the urge to use substitutes. Just start incorporating all of them all the time. And then habit number five. And this one, like, go ahead and roll your eyes because I would too. But if you can take five minutes out of every day to do something that grounds you mentally, it's going to help so much in your recovery. Whether that looks like a mindfulness practice, I love the Headspace app, or just like some level of mindfulness or meditation, whether it's journaling, maybe it's reflecting on why you are in recovery, what does this mean for you? Why does it matter so much? Why do you want to keep going even when it's hard? Just five minutes, whether it's at the beginning of the day, the end of the day, maybe right after you finish a workout, when you have a few minutes to yourself during the cool down, wherever you can fit it in, taking five minutes to manage your stress, get back into your body, ground yourself, maybe remind you of, you know, the importance of why you are doing this, that's gonna go a really long way on those days where recovery feels overwhelming because there are days where it'll feel easier to just go back to tracking calories or macros or eating all of your go-to really low-calorie meals that you're used to. It'll feel safer sometimes to go back to that stuff, but if you can work on managing your stress and staying connected, To your intentions in recovery, on top of all these other really great physical habits, it's going to give you the longevity, the sustainability you need to work on your recovery for long enough to get those periods back. Because I think a lot of times we think about recovery as a physical game, but it is such a mental game too. Okay. Before we go, let's recap. Habit one fuel your body every three to four hours. Habit two, Don't adjust your intake or restrict based on body image or not exercising that day or feeling like you ate too much yesterday. Just keep going, resist the urge to restrict. Habit three, eat something with or ideally before your first coffee of the day. Habit four, carbs, fats, and proteins at every meal. Don't be using those low carb substitutes or zero fat, low fat dressings. Really lean into all three macronutrients as much as you can. Habit five, spend five minutes grounding yourself, connecting back to your why, doing some stress management, whatever that looks like for you. I hope that if you are only doing a couple of these habits, you can take this episode and run with it and implement more of these habits as soon as possible so that you can speed up your recovery process, feel confident in how you're nourishing your body and get those periods back naturally as soon as possible. If you want more support with this, you can always join the waitlist for the next round of Period Recovery Breakthrough, my coaching program. You can reach out about potential one-on-one availability, which fluctuates depending on the season, or you can even just download our free guide for meals and snacks in Period Recovery. The links for all of those will be in the show notes for you. As always, I hope this helped you and I will see you next week.